Now, in any election campaign, it's hard to know who to believe. Can we believe politicians? And I think in light of what's occurred at the federal level with uh, the changes to superannuation announced by the Albanese government, I think it's fair to say that the everyday person loses trust in politicians before elections. Well, we're heading into the New South Wales election with both sides of politics making big promises, as they always do, but also big claims about economic management. Uh, Premier Dominic Perrottet says in the next term, under a coalition government, there'll be no new taxes, no increases in taxes. And he says Labor has a $50 billion budget black hole. Now, on the flip side, there is a story this morning in the Sydney Morning Herald where a senior Labor source says that Dominic Perrottet is spending like a rock star from the 1960s, like there's no tomorrow, so who cares? And that Labor will focus on privatisation because that's the only way the coalition can pay for these spending commitments. Where does the truth lie? Look, really, who knows? Daniel Mookie is the shadow treasurer. He is the man who could hold the purse strings after March 25 if the opinion polls are to be believed. And he joins us on the program. Daniel, thank you for your time, mate. Good morning, Clinton. Thanks for having me on. Just actually, just on that, I just said if the if the opinion polls are to be believed, there was a, a poll out yesterday in the Herald. It shows that uh, it's a resolve poll, 7% swing to Labor, which would put you in power, put Labor in power with a majority government. You obviously, the Labor Party and the Liberal Party does the same thing. You conduct internal polling. Is your internal polling, can you tell me, showing the same thing? Look, I wouldn't know. Uh, I'm focused on... Oh, come on! <laughs> I, I'm focused on trying to win a mandate to give this state a fresh start and to especially take pressure off family budgets. As Shadow Treasurer, I take that job very seriously and I'll leave it to the political commentators and the pundits to go on about the polls. But you guys get internal polls. You must have some sort of feeling of how it's going. Oh, look, we are humble. Uh, we are hopeful, but we know we uh, are asking this state to give us the awesome responsibility of forming a government. So we're focused on explaining how we intend to make schools better, how we intend to deal with the staffing crisis that's hitting our hospitals really hard, and how we intend to bring an end to a decade of privatisation, which is the reasons why family bills are going up. Now, yesterday, Dominic Perrottet said that, that you have a, a budget black hole, and he, of course, is promising no increases in taxes and, and no privatisation. Um, where does the truth lie with you? You are obviously making big spending commitments as well, and, and you're promising, and for instance, the removal of the public service pay cap. How do you pay for those promises? Well, one thing I said at the very beginning of this campaign as Shadow Treasurer was that Labor does not intend to win this election by promising money that taxpayers do not have on promises that no one thinks any government could keep. And we've been offsetting our expenditure as we've been outlining our policies. That's not something that Mr Perrottet has done. And what Mr Perrottet has instead done has been to promise so many of these big programs without actually putting them into the budget. And that's why I say that Mr Perrottet will have to privatise assets like Sydney Water or and essential energy, because if he doesn't, he'll be breaking his word to build what he says he can do. But he finally said on Tuesday, and I know that all the journalists, and look, I'm one of them, we've been pushing on this for a while, he finally said on Tuesday that in the next term there'll be no asset sales. Do you not believe him? I don't believe him. Uh, he said exactly the same thing before the last state election, and then as soon as the ballots were cast, he was putting the West Kennex on the auction block. This Premier has committed to $50 billion plus 
of infrastructure programs that he has not put aside a dollar for. I'm talking about the $11 billion Northern Beaches link. I'm talking about the $3 billion proposal to raise the Warragamba Dam wall. I'm talking about as well these new metro lines that he says he can do without privatisation. The truth is, if Mr Perrottet intends to keep his word about these projects, he will have to put assets like Sydney Water and essential energy up for sale. Or, I don't think leopards change their spot. Or does it's he go into more debt? Is, is it just more well, debt? He, because he, he indicated that on Tuesday, that's probably the likelihood. Well, he has said that he would go into more debt, but he hasn't said how much more he's prepared to borrow. As everybody who's listening to your program, Clinton, knows, it's dangerous to borrow more when interest rates are rising. As it is, this state is heading towards record levels of debt. In just a few years' time, we'll be paying more in interest payments than we do to fund mm. the entire New South Wales police force. If Mr Perrottet intends to engage in a electoral spendathon on the state's credit card, then he should be honest with the people of New South Wales before election day and say how much more money is he prepared to borrow. But you are spending money as well. Obviously, it's an election campaign. The removal of the public service pay cap, uh, and I know a lot of our listeners believe nurses, for instance, should be given a decent increase, teachers and so forth. But to pay for all that, the government is saying that it'd be something like $7 billion. Where does that $7 billion come from? Prue Carr last week said for teachers it'll just come from budget savings. Well, where's the budget savings? Well, I think the government is trying to engage in an aggressive misinformation campaign here. And I note that when the government made that claim, the very same day that their own Treasury distanced themselves from it. The truth is we have a staff shortage hitting so much of our critical services. We cannot give people in New South Wales... uh, enough access to our emergency departments at the time that they need it because we just don't have enough staff in them. We have massive issues in making sure that there are teachers in our classrooms to give our kids the best start possible. And all we are saying is to deal with this crisis hitting so much of our essential services, we want to sit down and talk with our workforce about how we can make sure that enough of them stay so we can deliver the services as people expect them from us. I also point out that I haven't heard Mr Perrottet or Mr Keane explain how they intend to get the teachers we need for our kids as well as their healthcare workers we need for our hospitals. What they're offering our essential workers and the people who rely on their services is four more years of exactly what we've had for the last 12 See, I think back to the, the car government days and they enjoyed a lot of stamp duty revenue. And to be honest, Daniel, they didn't build a lot of stuff. Now, you have already signalled, the Labor Party's already signalled, for instance, plans for metro train lines headed for the scrap heap. So is that is that what the future of a Labor government would look like, that you're going to cancel infrastructure projects uh, in the same way that the car government didn't build a lot? No, we are focused on getting these infrastructure programs back under control. Uh, just a few weeks ago, we had to sign off on a $3 billion bailout of foreign-bought trains. We have ferries right now that aren't waterproof. We have metro projects with blowouts heading north of $6 billion. We're being candid with the people of New South Wales and saying that we've got to bring the budgets back under control on these major projects. And that's our priority as well. What the Premier is pretending is that somehow he's got the money to build four more new metro lines without privatisation. I say that if the Premier is sincere, he will have no choice 
but to privatise. And that's the difference between the two sides. We're focused on delivering the basics well. The Premier is peddling these projects without a plan to pay for them, which will ultimately lead to him having to resort to more privatisation. But Daniel, just lastly, after the the Anthony Albanese change on superannuation, a lot of our listeners now have a lack of trust in politicians. How do we believe you? How do we believe Dominic Perito? Well, look, we will be releasing all of our costings uh, before the election, as we are required to. And I just say people need to look at that. We are being clear and upfront about precisely what we will do and precisely about what we will not do. We appreciate the fact that we are asking for people to change the government and we're asking them to give this state a fresh start. Between now and March 25, we'll continue to outline our positive plans and to explain to people what they can expect from a Labor government in New South Wales. Good to talk to you, Daniel. Thank you, mate. Thanks, Clinton. Daniel Mookie, the Shadow Treasurer.